Disclaimer from Kirsty and Joanna, the producers of the podcast. This podcast is an amateur recording, therefore we're recording on laptops. We're recording in the middle of a lockdown, so we're not in the same room. So please bear with us on the sound quality. Hopefully when we're in different times, we'll be in the same room. And who knows, we might even be able to afford some professional equipment. We hope you enjoy it and we hope you stick with us. So, welcome to our first podcast, or shall I say, the podcast? The podcast. Are you excited about this, Joanna? I'm very excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited to share our stories, and I'm excited to hear about other people's stories. Also, when I've been putting the feelers out there, there's a lot of people who are very interested in either coming on the show, being supporters of the show. I'm glad we're able to do this. Yeah, and it's given us something to do during this third lockdown as well. And um, do you know what I was just going to say? For some people who might be listening, who might not necessarily know what being pied means. I thought about this the other day. So where we're from, like London, Essex, we would say pied, wouldn't we? Or we'd say mugged off. Yes. Ghosted. There's so much ghosting going on these days. It's unprecedented. It's happened to everyone. If you say it hasn't happened to you, I think you're telling us a bit of a fib. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit, I have definitely done it before. Not in a malicious way. I've never done it in a horrible way. I definitely have just really not been as upfront with people if I didn't want to see them again. I know you're a bit better at it. You say better at it. It's just that I've not had the chance to pie anyone. <laughs> I mean, I think this leads on quite nicely to explain our situation. Yeah, I am single and I have been for a long time now. I mean, two years. However, I am not giving up. But again, this could be another thing that could maybe come out of this podcast is you will tell your stories and people might go, Kirsty, have you thought about trying this? There could be some good advice out there that people could offer you. Oh, definitely, Joanna. I'm definitely seeing this as sort of like a weekly therapy session for me. I feel like maybe, maybe we should get a um, a sort of what we call our followers. I don't know what we could call them. The pied. The pie lovers. The pie haters. <laughs> the ba- I was going to say the bakers. That would be definitely people that are giving the pies because yeah, they're baked be. and fresh to really shove in someone's face. Yeah. I think that might come over time. If yeah, anyone's but, got a suggestion yeah. as well for what you want to be called. put that forward so you're you're on the other end aren't you Joanna I've got a boyfriend we've been together for four years so I'm 31 so we got together when I was 27 yeah I had never ever had a proper boyfriend until the age of 27 which the more people I meet over the years at the time I thought oh my god I'm never gonna get a boyfriend there's something wrong with me because I've never had a boyfriend but actually it is so common for people to, especially if I feel like of our generation, yeah. to have never had a serious relationship because too much going like, on in the world. There's too much going on in the world. Also, I think we're from the generation where you went out and you had fun with your friends. Then everyone went to uni. You didn't necessarily want to be in a relationship with uni. You didn't necessarily meet someone at uni. Yeah. Then you've got into working life. You've enjoyed, you know, going out, being with your friends. And it genuinely never really bothered me that much, to be honest with you, because I always had single people around me and it never bothered me. And then someone come along who, really, you'd agree, Kirsty, 
we've known each other for a long time probably he's wouldn't lovely. put the two of us together but oh, he's no, very no. very lovely oh yeah sorry I didn't know what route you was going down then <laughs> never in a million years would I have said that you would have gone for someone like Alex but you work so well and you know what it is Joanna it's you've got the same sense of humour yeah so this is our theme tune it's yeah. a bit rustic I'm gonna say that that's a good word isn't it Yes, and it is a cappella at the home. moment. <laughs> yes, a cappella. Very homemade lockdown. <laughs> it will get better. Basically, because we're recording all of this through Zoom. We did have some music, didn't we? It was just very hard to keep in time and we'll figure it out. So your boyfriend, Joanna Alex, is a guitar player and he recorded the backing track to go with it. However, I am so bad at editing that I just couldn't mix the two. <laughs> and we weren't particularly good at singing along to the tune. <laughs> um, Joanna, I disagree. You were better than me. I you just, were better I... than me. Do you know what Alex said to me after that whole like session of trying to get that, that theme tune sorted? He was like... Do you know what it is with you, Joanna? I was like, oh, yeah, go on then. Um, he was like, it's like you haven't got the confidence. And I found that quite a strange thing to say because I actually am. You know me. If there's an opportunity to have a bit of karaoke or have a little sing, I think I'm absolutely great. Yes, totally. We've been up on the karaoke um, doing Fleetwood Mac <laughs> many more a than time. people would like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Alex's. I take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, that's his opinion. I think to differ. And I think that our fans will as well. We're doing the best we can with our vocal abilities, the distance, zooms. Yes. And this is this is what it is, is because we've got these headsets on, we currently look like Britney Spears right now. And I just proper got into the mood of being a pop star. So Wait yeah, to hear it, everyone. You'll you'll sense how Kirsty really got into it. Yeah, well, here it is. Um, this is our the anticipation has killed you all, I'm sure. <laughs> Say the theme If you've been on a date and it hasn't been great, met the love of your life, but he doesn't reply. Come and get a slice of dating advice. We won't give you advice. But we'll chat about dating life. Join Kirsty and Joanna for the podcast. We've actually got a guest with us now. It's our good friend, Lucy Bird. Welcome, Hello. Lucy Bird. Thank you very much. Lucy is our Lucy is our great friend who's been also friends with us for many, many years. And she's also single, but I would say Lucy brings to the table. She's very logical and she's very honest. Yeah, and like realistic. Realistic, yeah. yes. Yes. And it'll be um, good to get this point of view. Also, we have to call Lucy. Lucy Bird. There's there's never a time yeah, that I Bird. actually <laughs> that I actually ever just call you Lucy, do I, Lucy Bird? It's it's weird. No. I've just got to call you Lucy Bird. So if we do say Lucy Bird all the time, that is why. And we have no other Lucys in the group. No, <laughs> even trying to differentiate. <laughs> it's just it's just 
This sounds great. It's because no, she's what? such a legend. A yeah, you're such a legend, yeah, Lucy Bird, that it's like the Lucy Bird. Here she is. Yeah. Real a lot bird. of pressure now, Lucy. Bird. Bird. Yeah, exactly. We need some good reactions <laughs> to this story. <laughs> um, so, Lucy, I'm going to need a little bit of help from you maybe at some points in this story because okay. this was long time ago. This is when I was back in I'm, uni. Yeah, I'm going to say this must have been 10 years ago. Yes. Oh, 11. That's what we counted, Joanna. Oh, yeah. right, okay. So, I'm at uni. University of East Anglia in Norwich. Lucy Bird, you was also there. Yep, I was there, UEA Massive. And I had a Saturday job at Norwich City Football Club working, well, actually, I was working in the boxes to begin with, where all the VIPs came. But I got told that I was too scruffy (laughs) to work there. So I got demoted to the pie kitchen slash kiosk. That's where you want to be at the football, though. That's that's the heart yeah. of the action, surely. You don't want to be with Delia Smith and all her mates. Yes. yes. I mean, I did enjoy it a lot more. However, the tips, obviously, I didn't no, get any. Not quite up to scratch. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was working in the pie oven. Basically, my job was to deliver the pies throughout the stadium and also then when the game started, I worked in the kiosk, like pouring drinks, whatever. Our manager was who we will call the pie man. And we just hit it off straight away, to so, be honest. Just to confirm, yeah, he, he was like the manager of the kiosk. Yes. Right, okay. Um, and I want to make it very clear that he was obviously a bit older than me but yeah. he wasn't as if he was like a 50 year old man like no how old was he? he maybe 20 oh, i think he was 25 yeah okay. 25 that's, that's what that was like four or five, five years or whatever yeah fine yeah yeah fine so we sort of and like sorry, just going back to him as a person just want to get this full picture here yeah was working in the kiosk his only job was this was this it so him yeah in life? So this was his main job, like working for Norwich City mm-hmm. Football Club in the hospitality sector. So, yeah, so it wasn't just that he was working on a Saturday, but he'd work throughout the week, like events Fine. and like organising the operations and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was his job. So anyway, we, we hit it off like I say we hit it off straight away. I mean, we was, had a lot of banter. And... Our hands touched over reaching for the same pie out of oh, the pie And obviously because... Yeah, and because he was the manager, it was like, you know, I felt it was a bit forbidden almost, you know, it was like yeah, nice. Off that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and one of my jobs was to sort out the stockroom at, out at the end of the day. And like he would always be like, oh, yeah, I'll come and help you in the stockroom. Oh, and then, yeah. yeah, I mean, things got a bit like flirty and it was I remember I was always so nervous to go and do the stock take with him I was like oh god he wants to come with me oh it's um, so just was he like a good look was he good looking like yeah I would say so Lucy what do you think I think he was very your type um, yeah so and I had... feel like there was an appeal there because he was your manager yes yeah mm. So he had like tattoos, a lot of tattoos, had like a nose ring. He was in a band. So, yeah, he was my type. 
so anyway this sort of went on for quite a while and then we've obviously started dating so I'd say we were seeing each other for about six months maybe four to six months really yeah let's say four let's say four months or whatever but yeah okay granted it wasn't ages but like I do think it was a decent amount of time like we went out on a lot of dates also he lived a good like 20 to 30 minute drive away and he lived above like literally it was only like a chip shop and a sweet shop but it was out in the stick oh this was another thing so he he actually used to be a chef so he was really good at cooking so there was this one day when he cooked me a roast and like he used to cook me all nice dinners whatever so I was like well let me cook you my speciality which is a paella and so it begins yes so I've gone over to his I've taken my paella pan with me that I got for Christmas one year and do you know what actually I don't know whether this pile of pan was from Lidl's or was whether it was actually a really nice one but anyway it was actually from Spain but I don't know if I've made that up in the head to make the story a bit better do you know what Lucy I might have told you that but I don't think it was (laughs) (laughs) it was a classic knockoff Nigel that you've got for Christmas I feel like this is me going like, yeah, I got this like great Christmas present. It's an it was an authentic <laughs> Spanish. It's from Marbella. Guys. I've just thought if you get a paella pan for Christmas at 19, then it must be like... It must be a special authentic. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what, most most 19-year-olds don't want a paella pan. <laughs> most people would open it and go... Right, thank well. Thanks. Next. Well, I mean, I mean, Joanna, I don't think you need to open it. I think everyone can tell when they've got a pile of pan wrapped up. The weight, the size. You say that, Lucy, but I thought it was a frisbee when I first saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, what's this great big frisbee I've got? This is going to be so much fun the over the ultimate park. Ultimate frisbee games at uni. Yeah, I mean, I was I was equally delighted when I found out it was a pile of pan. So I've gone over to his house, took this pile of pan with me. Pile of pan, your pyjamas, your toothbrush, yeah. all the usual <laughs> overnight stuff. But obviously the pile of pan couldn't fit in my backpack, so I just had no, to carry that not. with me. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, I've made a pile of this night. And then obviously because it's quite a big pan, I've left it over his Anyway, right. we move forward maybe to the next week, maybe two weeks. Oh my god, was it school night? Was it it might have been school night? No. Anyway, know, it? no. So when it was getting to the end of the night, I was like texting the pie man to see if, you know, I could go over to his. Hmm. Anyway, he was replying and he was like all night though, haven't you? Uh, yeah. you've been messaging him, him all night and have been saying like, have a good night. Yes, I mean, Remember I'm trying to I'm trying to make myself sound cool and say that it was only at the end of the night that I was texting him. But yes, I probably was texting him the whole night, Lucy. Thank you. Like no, but what I'm saying is that he's texting you back. Yes. All night. Oh long. yes, yes, of course, yes. So he's texting me back all night long, and then when it got to the end of the night, I've been like, "Oh, can I come to yours?" And he was like, "Well, I'm I've got band practice tonight, so I can't." And I was like, what time do you finish band practice? And I think that's where I didn't hear back from him. Like, that was it. 
So when it got to the end of the night, I've decided to just get in a taxi and go to his. While I was in the taxi on the way to his, my phone ran out of battery. So another point I want to pick up on as well is the fact that obviously I was a uni student at this time and to get a taxi to his house mm. would be about 20 to 30 quid. Like it was a lot of money. It's a lot of money, yeah. In those days, yeah. So, I mean, that's like... <laughs> yes, that's like that's like your weekly shop. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, my phone's died in the way there. So when I've got there... Bear in mind, he lives out in the Have you texted him saying, like, oh, I'm coming to yours? Yes. You must so have texted him and said, oh, I'm in the taxi. Yeah. So I think I said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the taxi on the way to yours. I'll see you in a bit or whatever. Then my phone dies. I have then got to his front door. And I've not, like, obviously, I've knocked on the door. He's not answered. So I've been like, oh. So knock on the door again. Again, not answered. But obviously, after the first few couple of knocks, I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he's still at band practice. Like, I'm not sure. But his car was outside. So I thought he would have been at home. But then I thought, oh, maybe like his mate come and picked him up to go to band practice, whatever. So anyway, obviously, my phone's out of battery. And where he lives out in the sticks, it's not as if there's any, like, buses or, like, anything going past. He literally lived, like, right out in the countryside. So all there was was this chip shop and this sweet shop by him. And obviously, both of them were closed because it was 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. So I'm literally outside. It was absolutely freezing. I'm obviously in this, like short skirt like got my heels on not warm didn't have a coat and yeah like he wasn't answering and I was just knocking like and when I say knocking I'm talking about like not my knuckles my actual fist like on the door banging it banging it banging it and as well like he's got a housemate so I was like as if the housemate's not in either like this is Mm. crazy so anyway I've decided that I've basically got to sleep on his doorstep, like, because I'm like, what can I do? I can't, I can't ring, like, my phone's dead. I can't ring for a taxi. Like, he's not answering. Nothing's open. I can't walk anywhere. So, yeah, I've literally just had to, like, lie on his doorstep. (laughs) And I remember I was proper, like, crunched up because I was trying to keep myself warm. And I remember there being leaves around, (laughs) a lot of leaves. So, like, I tried to, like, gather them to, you know, like, keep me warm. (laughs) Make a pillow. (laughs) So, I've waited till the sweet shop was open. So, I've, like, stumbled into the sweet shop, like, heels in hand. Yeah. (laughs) Heels in hand. Stick of the dump just walked in, covered in leaves. (laughs) I've been walking all night. Yeah. She wants that paper. She wants the first paper. I just really fancied some Starburst. I just needed a dib dab. Come on. <laughs> Any discos in? <laughs> so I walked into the sweet shop and I said to him, Oh, can I use your phone? 
so he was like oh like, do you know who he was looking at me he was like oh yeah of course like what's the matter what's happened he's what? probably thinking something terrible has happened to you yes yeah, yeah. and obviously yeah. I've said to him oh no I've, I've come to visit my boyfriend but he like li- he lives above you but he's not answered like he wasn't home so like I've had to sleep on his doorstep <laughs> and he was like oh god coming coming anyway I've gone back like to his like office like in the back room I've used his phone to call a taxi guest so he's given me a taxi number and then I've just gone home when I've got home obviously I've had a sleep text him and he was like basically like I'm so sorry I was over my mates and we was having band practice and yeah I was just like oh it's fine like obviously I was a bit offish but at the same time I like understood because I just went there without any battery on my phone so we saw each other the next week maybe I can't I can't exactly remember when we saw each other but we did see each other again because I remember him like apologizing to me in person so yeah it was sort of all fine but at this point this is when he started to like not text me as much and basically there was this one weekend when he said like that he couldn't do anything so I thought oh well that's a bit strange because I've come back up to Norwich to like see you so he was like oh I'm camping with the boys anyway like that whole weekend he wasn't replying to my messages so I was like oh this is really weird and then you came back up didn't you to uni with some of our of our friends so we turn up and you're crying on the doorstep (laughs) (laughs) so I mean I can't remember this obviously I've blocked this out of my mind but yeah so I was obviously upset then so then when I've looked at his Facebook I was like oh my god he's uploaded some pictures and then when we've gone on the pictures it was him and his ex-girlfriend camping together so the lads was actually the ex. Yeah. And obviously then when I think about back to when I was sleeping on his doorstep, I'm like, well, obviously she was round his house. Um, and that's why he didn't want to let me in. Anyway, so at this point, I've obviously been like, he's got my paella pan. So my friend, she said, let's drive there and let's go and pick up your pile of pan and like I had his hoodie so we could drop off his hoodie so we've driven there and like we've got outside his house and I literally felt sick didn't I Lucy I was like shaking oh my god well I you just... couldn't do it could you no I couldn't do it I couldn't get out and like go and see him or anything so I just didn't yeah I just couldn't do it so anyway our other friend Catherine um she she was like right I'm gonna go up to the door then I'll do it so she's taking his hoodie I did go with her actually yeah so Lucy you tell this bit because yeah yeah. so we've obviously got out of the car so we walk up the steps obviously we see Kirsty's bed for the night that was there two weeks ago (laughs) lovely doormat and the leaves (laughs) little wave to the shop owner thanks for looking after our mate (laughs) do you remember her remember her um and like as you get to the front door actually like a window but you know like a really small mm. top window and that was open 
So we're ringing the doorbell. Well, I say we. This is when I've stood behind Catherine and let her go first. So Catherine's actually spat on Pie Face's jumper, like trod on me, <laughs> been like, you make me feel sick. Basically turned it into like... That is um, such a Catherine <laughs> thing to yeah, isn't it? That's great. Next yeah. level. Because that is actually her idea of help, someone spitting <laughs> on her jumper. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> I'm back I'm on the stairs Catherine's like ringing the doorbell it's actually ringing you know when you can hear it mm. oh there's music playing and we can hear it out of the window anyway <sighs> ringing it ringing it ringing it she's then just started going bye friends we know you're in there <laughs> <laughs> and then we've just left the jumper um outside the door but like she's like rubbed it in the dirt and stuff first <laughs> that is hilarious oh god we've got back in the car do you remember this Kirsty? and Catherine was like drive drive <laughs> <laughs> skidded off <laughs> um yeah so then after this Obviously, we've not been able to get my pilot pan back. So I think that's when I went back and I messaged him and was like, can you bring my pilot? Like, I've dropped off your jumper outside. Can you bring in my pilot pan at work? And then obviously, when we've gone to work, he's not dropped off my pilot pan, like, even it's me. So then I message him again when I get home and I say, so you didn't bring in my pilot pan then. Can you drop it round? And he was like, oh, yeah, well... I'm coming, I'm working on Tuesday. Come and drop it off then. So we had a night out. When we've got home on that Tuesday night, you've come back to mine, haven't you, Luce? We saw that it wasn't there. Probably can't see it. We saw, saw it out in the morning. Yeah, fine. Okay. So this was in the morning that we've messaged him and been like, yeah, so where's the pile of pan? You've dropped you around. And he was like, yeah, I came round and it was in a black bin bag and I left it outside your house. So me and Lucy, weren't we, Lucy? We was like, like we've gone and had another look outside. And we was like, we could not find it. Bearing in mind, the garden is not that big. We looked high and low, didn't we, Lucy? We was like, looking in yeah. the bins. We was looking down like the little bit to my kitchen it was not there. So obviously gone back and messaged and been like, why are you lying? It's not here. And then he was like, I ain't lying. You're a joke. Like, oh, I promise you I've left it round there. If you can't see it, that's your problem. Whatever he said, I can't remember. But yeah, started getting really angry. So I've just replied. I think we might have gone out there a third time. Did we, Luce? Like, I remember every time oh, we mate, replied. Oh, mate, we were in. We were there. <laughs> because we could not believe that he was, like, so passionate about the fact that he left yeah. outside. <laughs> we were like, he must be telling the truth. So anyway, we was like, right, we, it's definitely not here. We've literally searched high and low um, to try and find this paella pan. And so then I just replied, you're lying, mate. <laughs> thanks and then I blocked him so I didn't talk to him after that and to this day I have not got that pile of pan back very very harsh just putting pictures up on Facebook, and then to not even have like the balls to like answer the door give you your stuff back do you know what I mean pathetic 
a pie a from a pie man who cooked pie for a living. You couldn't make it up. You could not make it up. <laughs> but that's just how much he lied because he was so convinced that he had dropped this pie in a pan man, mm. that he, he just hadn't. But why lie? That's he... not the worst thing you've ever done, mate, is it? Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Lucy, weren't we like, are we going mad or what? Because we could not believe that he was adamant that he dropped this pile pan off and we was going outside and we could not find it. Also, um, what cracks me up is that like, even to this day, I still think, oh, he's got that lovely pile of pan, that authentic <laughs> Spanish pile of pan round his house. But sometimes you think, oh, I'll cook a pile of tonight. Oh, no, wait, I haven't got oh, a I pan. can't. No. I mean, I did get another one for the next Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, um, oh, thank God for that. And he got his jumper back, even though it was covered in spit and well, this doormat dust. I wonder if it wasn't spat on, yeah. whether it didn't have dirt on it, that he would actually have given me my pile of pan well, back. Maybe this that thing, might have been I the deal breaker. I think maybe Catherine sabotaged this. <laughs> it's okay. It's I actually would have... I would have preferred for him to receive his hoodie back in that state than to me get my pile of pan back. So yeah. I'm quite happy with that. That's fine. <laughs> Best bit for me is is the sleeping on the doorstep and stumbling into the sweet <laughs> yeah. shop the next morning. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? Everything about it is classic Kirsty. Yeah, like, like that's extreme. That's extreme yeah. to go there and then spend like, the night there. Yeah, 30 quid on the cab. Not knowing that he's going to be there. He's going, oh, no, just go home. Like, we'll see each mm. other tomorrow. But she is in love and she yeah, is like, no, invested. I need to see you tonight. Yeah, yes. my phone's got 0.21 bars of battery, yeah. but I'm still yeah. heading that direction. Probably didn't even work the phone <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, which is also classic. Uh, This section is called Disaster Date, where we read out a story from one of our listeners and then make up a jingle to it. So, Joanna, you've got our first story. So, she says, I was seeing this guy who was a DJ. We were texting for a few weeks and I'd bump into him out, etc. Then one night we went to the kebab shop. And it was when I went through my phase of ordering chips and salad in a pitta. So I've eaten some. I must have had lettuce in my mouth still. We've had a kiss. And after I started laughing and I was like, oh, my God, sorry. I think I've got lettuce in your mouth. And he said, yeah, I was trying to ignore that. And I've never heard from him again. And she sent lots of uh, crime with laughter emojis. No text. Didn't even talk to me if I saw him again on a night out. <laughs> that is really mortifying. Um, a mother bird feeding its young. Here's a little bit of food. Yeah, my view would have been ignore it. What would you have done? Um, I would have also ignored it. Too honest for her own good. She really is. Well, do you know what we call that, Joanna? A disaster date. She ate a load of lettuce, played a game of tonsil tennis, served the lettuce in his crevice, and that's a disaster date. Disaster date? Disaster date. Disaster date. (laughs) I actually have no words. I mean, I'm sacrificing my street cred here. 
purely for your entertainment. So, yeah, think yourselves lucky. So now we're going to talk about ghosting um, because we want to hear your stories so that we can actually get an answer, basically. See if we can get in touch with your ghosts. Joanna, how would you describe ghosting? So ghosting is a bit of a phenomenon in this day and age, isn't it? That people seem to get quite invested in someone and then just disappear literally off the face of the earth with no explanation. No one knows why. And it just seems to be acceptable, apparently. I have been so worried so many times because I actually think that the person's dead. (laughs) You literally think something terrible's happened. Yes, I have to text them and I'm like, are you okay? Mm. Literally, are you dead in a ditch right now? Because I just don't understand. And you make up crazy situation in your head, like, well, they can't just be ignoring me. It must just be because they're busy or they've lost their phone, they've lost their charger, they've had a power cut. It's just, it makes you sound like a crazy person, but it's actually them that's a weirdo. Yeah, and that is what I hate about ghosting, is that you end up looking like the psycho because you're sending them five messages on the trot. But Mm. I'm just concerned that they're... I'm I'm, I'm actually worried for your your well-being. (laughs) I just want a little text back, even if they don't want to see me again, just saying, had a lovely time Mm. or didn't have a lovely time. Thanks very much, it's not for me. Yeah, Yeah, thanks a lot. That would be the normal thing to do. Next to again, FYI. (laughs) Yeah. This is the last Going to block you now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good to just clear it up. It really would. But it's happened to yeah. a lot of, it's happened to us. It's happened to a lot of people we know. And we're going to share some of those stories. And um, yeah, try and get to the bottom of it. So if you would like to get in touch with us and share some of your stories um, or just tell us how much you've enjoyed the podcast or any other ideas for some features, we'd love to hear from you. Um, our email address is thepiedcast at outlook.com. If you want to remain anonymous, obviously we will keep you anon. <laughs> yeah, and also you can follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is the underscore piedcast, which is not to be confused with the piedcast, <laughs> um, which is actually an account about pythons. So, yeah. very different podcasts with very different ideas. We do sometimes talk about pythons on this podcast. <laughs> but there are different kinds. There are very different kinds. And we won't be posting pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> Our second episode is going to be released next Tuesday, the 9th of March. Make sure you're there. And thank you all for listening. Lucy, thank you so much for being a guest on yeah, our show thanks, this Lucy. week. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Will you be with us next week, Lucy Bird? I may pop in, I may ghost you, who knows? Well, on that note, we'll see you next week.